I did an episode about using metadata to level up your document libraries. But I'm going to make that number the first thing I mentioned here on the uh, seven gifts under the SharePoint tree. You understand what I'm saying? Metadata. Seven, seven gifts under the SharePoint tree for documents. Maybe I should say seven documental gifts. <laughs> I don't think documental is a word. Listen, forget about all of that. I'm putting seven gifts under the SharePoint tree. Hopefully, you open these gifts and bask in all of their benefits uh, uh, and be joyous. You know what I'm saying? Now, the first gift that I'm putting under there is the gift of metadata. Like I said, I did a whole entire episode about mega- metadata. I'll link to that in the comments. But uh, I'm going to brush over it here. Here's how I would explain metadata. If I upload a document, any data that I create in a separate column to describe that document inside of a document library, that is metadata. So here's an example. I upload a file that you use at your organization to um, document. uh, Matter of fact, let's say a, a statement of work. Every time you write a statement at work, you do it in a Word document. And then when you finish that Word document, you upload it to a SharePoint library. Okay. Upload the statement of work and call it, you know, uh, Mastermind Project. That's the name of the document. You're going to now have another column amongst many that says uh, document type. In that column, it'll say SOW, which is short for statement of work. That is metadata. Metadata is just data that describes whatever it is that you're tracking. So if you, let's say you were uploading pictures of laptops, because pictures count as documents too. Those are files. JPEGs and such and PNGs, you know what I'm saying? How can we say JPEGs when we don't say penga? Anyway, I just thought about that. I've been dealing with this for a long time and I always say JPEG. But I, I always say PNG. I never say like PNG. Anyway, uh, topic for another day. So if you upload a, a JPEG, that's a file. Let's say you're uploading pictures of uh, devices. Um, now, something that you would use to describe that picture would be what device it is. So you'll have a column called device. And it could be like desktop, it could say phone, it could say laptop, whatever. You would choose laptop because that's what the picture, the picture has a, in the picture, there's a picture of a laptop. So then you say device type is laptop. Then you can have another column that says serial number. You put in the serial number of the, of the laptop. All of these pieces of data that you're adding to your SharePoint library in the form of columns, just like how you have columns in a spreadsheet. You have columns in a SharePoint library. Those track different sets of information, and they're called and it's called metadata. So, the first gift that I'm giving you under the SharePoint tree is the gift of metadata. Use it wisely. It will help you level up your game. Uh, again, I made a whole episode about that. I'll probably do another episode because there's so much more I want to say about metadata. But that's one. Number two. The second gift under your uh, SharePoint tree is search, powerful search. Search inside of SharePoint is powerful. You can search across your entire environment, anything you have access to, any file, 
inside of files, including PDFs, and you can use those operators. So, you know, like on Google, the difference between me searching um, chicken noodle soup uh, versus open print versus a uh, what is it quotation chicken noodle soup quotation the first one without the quotations means find the word chicken or noodle or soup where the quote says find this exact phrase chicken noodle soup and you can do that in sharepoint search you know what i'm saying like all those operators like a, well let's say let me not say all but a bunch of those operators that you use let's say for instance on google or other search engines you could do the same thing inside of a SharePoint environment. You could search across your entire environment for files, inside and outside of those files, and it's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's keep it going. The third gift that I'm putting under your SharePoint tree is integration. So integration, your documents can integrate across the environment the Microsoft 365 environment. What I mean by that is, let's just say, for instance, here's, here's what I mean in the simplest term. Once you put a document inside of the environment, this thing now has a unique URL. And so you can point to that from anywhere inside of the environment. It's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? You can link out to these documents anywhere inside the environment. The reason why this is important is because people are constantly sending files via email, which is annoying. And let me tell you why it's annoying. Cuz I don't mean to be I don't mean to sound like a jerk. Um but here's why it's uh, uh, annoying. Because if you send a document via email as an attachment, right then and there immediately, once you hit send, this thing is now a copy. You're no longer sending someone to the location where the file is. You've made a copy of that file by putting it as an attachment inside of your email and sending it. So now you have, at minimum, two versions of the truth. You have the one that is sitting inside the environment, and then you have the one that you sent out through email. Because once it lands in that other person's inbox, we have another document, a copy of that document. Because when they, when they, when they download that document and start making changes to it, it's not making changes to the source file. That's their own copy that they're making changes to. We don't want to do that. Listen, before I continue to number four, uh, my name is Thurman. This is the SharePoint Help Desk podcast. Drops every Tuesday, roughly. <laughs> and this is where I talk more strategy than I talk tech. Sometimes I'm late, man, but I'm wild busy. Don't you worry because one day this podcast is going to be uh, 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 delivered regularly regularly with no issue once I get, you know, some help because I got a lot going on. Anyway, let's keep it going. So, um, number four, the fourth gift I'm giving you is teams. So you remember in Ace Ventura when he found out that Einhorn is Finkel and Finkel is Einhorn. You remember that? Well, guess what? Teams is SharePoint and SharePoint is teams. And don't you forget it. You are. Here's what I mean. When you go to Teams and you create a Microsoft team, what you are creating is Microsoft's user-friendly version of SharePoint. That's what Teams is. The one thing Teams can do that you can't do in SharePoint is the, the chat area. 
So like where you communicate, you know, writing posts and stuff like that, the post area. You can't do that in SharePoint. That's the one thing Teams has that SharePoint doesn't. But the engine, the, the, the technology that Teams is built on is SharePoint. So much so that when you build a, when you create a new Microsoft team, it comes with a library. That same library, when you look at the corresponding SharePoint site, is the same library. Here's what I mean. You create a Microsoft team called Team ABC. When you go into Team ABC, you see in a general channel, there's posts and then there's files. Files is a library where you can upload documents. When you look at the, uh, the, the files area, then you're able to upload documents and that same files library. If you go to it and you say open in SharePoint, once you move to the SharePoint side and you see like you have a whole entire SharePoint site, the library that's sitting on the SharePoint site is the same library that's sitting inside of your Teams. So Einhorn is Finkel, Finkel is Einhorn. Teams is SharePoint, SharePoint is Teams. All right, let's keep it going. Number five, permissions. If you use permissions, you get to control what people can see. Now, this is a dangerous thing because I, I encourage people not to go crazy with it. But because when you put documents inside of the environment, they can get a level of security, security added to them. And in some cases, it just happens by default. So, like, for instance, if a team, uh, if five people, five specific people have access to a team site, every document that you put in there, if you've made this team site private, Everybody automatically gets access to those uh, documents, right? You, you can do that. And everybody outside of those five people, they don't get access to it because they're not a part of the team. So that's how I mean by, you know, sometimes permissions just happen by default. There's another way where maybe everybody has access to a certain library and then you go in and you make one of those folders uh, uh, where only one person or, or where only specific people can see those the files in those folders. It's dangerous. There is, in my opinion, this is my opinion, far and very few between where you actually need to use a setup like that. But um, it does exist and you can use it. And I just want to make sure that I mention that so that you know that that type of thing exists. All right. Now, let's keep it going. Number six, there's something called a media web part. The media web part is fire. Let me tell you why. People tend to have tons and tons of documents, and it's fine. You could throw all these documents inside of your library. Let's say you got 200 documents, and these are apparently <laughs> you need all these documents, and they're four-year projects, right, or project. You throw them all inside of a library. Cool. I guarantee that everybody on the team doesn't need to know about all 200 of these documents. They're not that important. This, I find it hard to believe that everybody on this team needs to use and interact all 200 of the documents. Maybe there's a few people who are like overseeing this thing that need to deal with all 200 of these documents, but I don't think everybody on the team needs to regularly deal with these 200 documents. The media web part, is something that allows you to surface your documents. So let's say you've created a SharePoint site. And if you listen to me, you've definitely done that. You've created a SharePoint site for your project, right? And on this SharePoint uh, project site, the main page, you 
put something away. It's called a web part, and it's called a media web part. You put that on the uh, you put that on the main page, and then you um, select a you kind of like set up a query to show only certain types of documents to your team members. So let's say you've said only show uh, contracts for whatever reason. Maybe you get multiple contracts per this project. I don't know how that would work, but let's just say. Every time you upload a new contract into the library on like on the back end, quote back end, you put a new contract in that library, then on the SharePoint site that you created, on that main page of the SharePoint site, you've told it to show just the contracts, not all 200 documents in there. So just show the contracts so that when people land on this page, they're, they're being kept abreast of the new you know contracts. You can set this query up however you want. There's mad different ways to do it, but just know that that's an option. You can surface the important documents, and if people want to go and go check out all 200, that's on them. They're, they're, they're free to do that. But you're just, you know, leveling up your customer service by placing this in front of them so they don't got to go searching. You know what I mean? All right, number seven. There is something called uh, syncing to your desktop, right? So you have the ability to have a SharePoint library on SharePoint, but there's an ability to sync that library to your desktop, which now means that you can look at that library, whether it's on your desktop or it's on SharePoint. It'll be in sync. The stuff that you're seeing on the library on, on, on the site is the same thing you're seeing on your desktop. Super easy to do, extremely convenient in a lot of cases. Uh, I can think of a few right now, but let's just say any situation where you know you're using your computer a lot and you need to, let's say, uh, you open up your Outlook you see a document that maybe is important to you through email. You drag that document right into that library. Boom. That, that document is now available either on your computer or on SharePoint for other people to use themselves. So, you know, there's a, little, there's a few uh, scenarios where you could use this and it's, it'll be dope. You know, just trust me on that. Now, listen, those are all of the gifts that I'm going to give you for this episode. But the reason why I did this is because if you want to see this in motion, I'm holding a workshop on the 20th of December at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's actually called the same thing, Seven Gifts Under the SharePoint uh, Tree. The reason you're going to come to this is because you are going to get yourself, you're going to get yourself straight for FY, not FY24, but because some of your FYs already started, for 2024. No more chaos with your documents. Come and get yourself straight. You got more than enough time to prepare unless you have a million documents, but just come and check it out. Like I said, um, seven gifts under the SharePoint tree. It is happening December uh, 20th at 6 p.m. Eastern. The link is going to be in the show notes. I need you there so that we can get you straight for FY24. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, that is it. I don't have LinkedIn love this week. And let me tell you why, actually. I'm actually kind of in a rush. I'm about to go watch my son uh, play uh, in the band. We're getting out of here. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to make sure I got that done for y'all and also tell you to come to the uh, to the workshop. It's going to be a good time. And I'm probably going to be in a Santa in a Santa hat at least. Might do the bed. I don't know yet. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. This is the SharePoint Help Desk Podcast. Find me on LinkedIn at any and every time and come to the workshop. I'm going to talk to you later.
Thanks.